Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to Spiritual AF, a manifestation podcast for success-driven humans. My name is Johnny Maria Gresta, and I am completely obsessed with helping you live a wildly fulfilling life where you are thriving in every way possible. I have helped thousands of humans get happier, healthier, and wealthier over the past 14 years, and now it's time for your own transformation. Let's get into today's episode. Good morning, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have a few topics morphed in one. We're going to talk about our biggest limitation as high achievers and success-driven humans, the thing, the thing that really prevents us from expanding into our next level and manifesting what it is we desire. And we're going to talk about that word expansiveness, expansion, allowing ourselves to yeah, expand. I mean, what else would we be talking about if we were talking about expansion? So some of you who are coming into the free three-day training, Practical Manifestation for High Achievers, have this intention, and I'm so excited to guide you through it. My Practical Manifestation for High Achievers is a free three-day manifestation training series for those of you who are looking to manifest your massive, your next massive, aligned up level in your life. And so we're going to be spending three days together, completely free, diving deep into manifestation. Come on in, johnnyaggressive.com slash, I forgot what it is, but I'll put it down below. (laughs) It might just be manifestation for high achievers. I believe that's what it is. Okay. So put it down below. Come on in June 3rd through June 5th. It's going to be lit, y'all. Oh my goodness. I don't know how I'm giving this away for free, but it's going to be amazing. Okay, so the biggest thing that prevents us from actually reaching that next level and expanding is the fact that we do not honor our energy. You know, as high achievers, we are so good. We are we are fucking like gold medalists at doing. We are gold medalists at like achieving, at succeeding, at like getting the grades you know, that's probably where it fucking started, getting really fucking good grades, <laughs> putting in the work and seeing the results. But here's the thing, we get to this and like, we're really good at controlling, you know what I mean? We're really good at like, having all of these moving parts and just controlling them to manipulate everything to look the way that we want. And I mean, that's one of the biggest faults too, is we focus more on how it looks versus how it feels, you know? Um, no one cared in school if you uh, actually felt good. They just cared what grades you you got. They didn't care if you were a happy student. They cared if you were a successful student, right? That's where this type of conditioning really follows us, you know. And I've gone into like the history of it with our parents, most of our parents. I mean, all of our parents or families being immigrants to the U.S. and the kind of all of that talk and we're not going to go into that today today we're just going to deal with like the fun side of of this chat and expansiveness um but you see how deeply ingrained it is in you like do you see how deeply ingrained it is in you to just to just do you know so much so to the point where when we actually feel like we need time off we don't take it right we we let ourselves get burnt out and then we give ourselves a day you know, as a personal trainer for a long time, I mean, personal trainers are 
some of the healthiest and unhealthiest humans at the exact fucking same time. You know, there's as a personal trainer, I do not believe unless you're charging four or five hundred dollars a session. I do not believe. Okay, maybe like two to four hundred dollars plus a session. I do not believe that you can actually live a good life. I I have yet to see it. Every single personal trainer gets wildly burned out because you can. It's like you work a few hours in the morning and then you work a few hours in the evening and then in the afternoon you're like, okay, I have time to work out. And then you're like, wait a minute, I'm spending all day at the gym and then I'm spending all day doing and then I'm spending very little time actually nourishing myself and I don't really actually have time to enjoy myself and it's just exhausting. And honestly, even not as a personal trainer, just as women, we are not meant to just do We are not meant to just live in that highly masculine energy. When we do, I mean, even just working a nine to five, like seriously, show me somebody who works a nine to five, who is a woman, who is genuinely energized, who feels healthy from the inside out, who feels vibrant, who feels expansive. Like, please, if you have somebody in your life, like I'm actually genuinely asking you to show me them or tell me their story because I I can guarantee (laughs) there are very few I have never met a woman who is genuinely thriving you know when we talk about that expansiveness when we talk about manifesting our next up level and the work I do with my clients it's just it's we're, we're achieving a sense of thriving And it's high achievers. We get to this point. I mean, even men get to this point as well. I've met many men who operate highly, highly, highly in their masculine, who are just highly going, 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 going. And they get deeply burned out. They rely on alcohol. They rely on drugs. They have issues with mental health. Like, And I mean, the way our life works is just completely backwards. We're here talking about high achieving women. (laughs) right but if you're a man there is a very small percentage of men on here as well like you're not immune to this as well sorry coffee break so yeah we're we're looking to achieve this sense of thriving you you come to this point as a high achiever where you realize i i can't keep operating like this and if you do and if you push yourself past it you will continue to reach burnout after burnout, after burnout, and if you do, and you continue to show up in the way that you have been continuously in a misaligned way with your energy, you will you will cap how much money you can make, you will cap your happiness, and you will just feel completely drained. So that's really the dynamic we're talking about when we're talking about achieving a more expansive way of living or feeling or, you know, experiencing the world. We're talking about allowing ourselves to move away from our normal ways of being, of burnout, of doing, 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 of go, 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 of exhaustion. And into a place of what? Like, what does that expansiveness feel and look like to you? You have to get clear on that. It looks different for every single person. Expansion was my word back in 2021. And I looked at it very much just in terms of monetarily and just in terms of business-wise, like in clients and amount that I'm getting paid and ways that I'm getting paid and whatever 
the things that I had set for 2021. But the truth was I went about it all fucking wrong, which is why 2021 was a difficult year in my business because I was so focused on that external achievement versus that internal feeling of expansiveness. Yeah. So what does that expansiveness feel like to you? I'll let you just kind of ruminate with that for about 30 seconds or so. So as you get clear on that, it's a feeling of openness, right? In some way, whatever, you know, you particularly feel, see, desire, envision, whatever comes through you is beautiful, but it's an openness in some way, right? For me, I kind of compare it to like when I was living, if I take a visual, it's like when I was living in New York and there were just tons of buildings around me, tons of people, tons of traffic. I lived in Queens. If you go on to like the island or if you go upstate, um, Long Island. If you go into Long Island or you go upstate, it's a little, I mean, especially upstate, it's very little compared to Queens, New York. But um, if you live in Queens or Manhattan or Brooklyn or somewhere of that nature, you'll just notice just like the claustrophobia that kind of happens. And the vision is almost like people just like hustling and bustling, right? That's like what New York is known for. That's why people move there. And it just you can't even see the sky like there are so many buildings that you cannot even see like more than like little patches <laughs> of the sky at once if you look out in front of you versus me moving to texas or me when i was in colorado texas is a little bit more uh a little less i would say industrial than colorado or parts of colorado especially denver um but you can see like a lot of the sky like if i look out of my apartment complex it's like just miles and miles and miles of trees and then very few buildings I could literally count maybe like 15 buildings in the skyline that I see for my apartment obviously it'll change over the years but you know what I'm saying it's that if you take a visual of something that feels expansive versus something that doesn't it comes with that claustrophobic feeling or that openness feeling so when you yourself feel claustrophobic what are you feeling you are feeling yourself work against your energy you are feeling yourself being burned out you are feeling yourself being misaligned all of these are symptoms of misalignment you feel a heaviness internally that's a symptom of misalignment in my opinion and how i teach it and in my experience with clients. And so what we're really looking for when we're looking for this expansiveness, we're looking for an openness. We're looking for a sense of honoring my energy. We're looking for a sense of like creating that big sky, but within us, right? Which means there are things that have to fall away, which means there are ways of being that are no longer serving you, which means that you have this vision of what it is that you are here to experience on this earth and what it is that you want to achieve, but you're no longer willing to stay burned out. You're no longer willing to sacrifice your happiness. You know, as high achievers, we, we live most of our lives like just achieving, right? We're going to sacrifice everything for it. That, that, that's what we're going to do. We're, I don't care what it takes. I'm just going to do the things. And this is the biggest fault. On day three of the free day, free three-day training, we're going to go through the biggest mistakes that we as high achievers make 
that are preventing us from manifesting the most beautiful life in an easier way, etc., etc., etc. But the biggest thing is we do not work with our energy. We work against it because achieving is the goal. It's not happiness, right? Succeeding is the goal. It's not joy. Getting to the next level is the sole goal. It's not how deeply do I love myself, my life, etc., etc. And it's because we think that if we do that, if we reroute and we shift to relaxing a little bit or a lot more, and I'll give some tangible examples of this in my life, we think that if we um, rest a little bit and we take off from the gym, we think that if we um, don't get all of our to-do lists done, We think if we do all of these things, we're not going to move forward because what we are conditioned to do, and this is really important, what we are conditioned to do is just think that the amount of output I give is the amount of input I receive, right? It's like a balanced equation. I mean, I haven't done math in years, thank the fucking Lord, although my mom's a math teacher and I'm like, mom, what use is any of this (laughs) in my life? (laughs) And I was really good at math when I was younger, obviously, if my mom's a math teacher, right? Um, But anyway, although she never really had to help me because I was just a really good student. Anyway, but we get attached to that. It's like a balanced equation. It's like the input equals the output. I think that's kind of the balanced equation, right? One side equals the other. But it's not true. It's not true when it comes to manifestation. It's not true when it comes to energy. It's not true when it comes to the way the world works and the universe works. So as you are somebody who's getting to know more and more and more about attraction, as you are somebody who's getting to know more and more about um, yourself and connection with the universe and manifestation. Oh, excuse me, I have to burp. But it's like not coming up. So now it's just annoying. Okay. Um, (laughs) you will realize that that's not the way it is. If it was, you would be where you wanted already. If input, if output equals input, the amount you put out into the world is exactly what you received, you would be there already. You would fucking be there. Okay, so let me give you an example. I went to school. I became a registered dietitian. I got a degree in exercise science. I did them both at the same time. I was three quarters of my way through my master's degree. And... I remember graduating and of course I knew like the range of income that I was going to be getting paid as a dietitian. Of course I knew the type of jobs that were going to be available, but there was something still leading me to do it. Thank you universe because it all led me here. It was really beautiful and frustrating at the same time. (laughs) So I went to school and as somebody heavily in the sciences, like you just, you have to work your ass off. If you don't work your ass off, like you're not going to graduate with the degrees because they're such difficult fucking courses (sighs) and in order to be a dietitian you have to basically have straight a's maybe a few b's maybe one c maybe (laughs) i was more of like a delinquent who had a c (laughs) i also went to a really hard college i went to queen's college which was a lot harder than a lot of my friends who went to different private schools where they curved a lot more and where they gave a lot of extra credit and where they allowed you to redo things or whatever and they were more like nice they actually like cared about the students whereas at queen's college like they like your grade was your fucking grade you know you're one point below fuck off like that's it (laughs) Uh, it was quite frustrating once i realized that my friends who went to private school had a lot easier and then when i went to a private school for my graduate program um I realized it was so much easier than my undergrad. Oh my goodness. And I was like, wait, what? I could have just had an easier 
like experience overall. <laughs> but I digress and drink coffee. Okay, so I did all of these beautiful things. And I was three quarters of my way through my master's just hustling, hauling ass. And I really looked around and I was like, number one, is this stuff actually helping me help my clients? The answer was really no, although it was cool to know. But what I want to touch upon today is like, that's a whole different story. I've done lots of podcasts on that. But I want to, but what I want to touch upon today is the fact that I realized that I was so damn brilliant, so fucking capable so fucking smart, so fucking hardworking. And no matter what I did, I was still only going to have access to the jobs that allowed me to work as a dietitian who was a new person in the field. I realized that everything just felt insanely fucking limiting. So you're craving this feeling of expansiveness. This was something that I was craving when I decided to quit my master's. And you know, you craving that feeling of expansiveness is also you craving getting rid of the same ways of being, the same institutions, the same whatever that is keeping you stuck in ways of burnout, in ways of misalignment, in ways of things that don't fulfill you. Yeah, whenever we're craving some sort of an expansion, we're craving to move into something and we're craving to move away from something. And you can't, you can't achieve that feeling of expansiveness without that balance, Right, so what is it that you're craving and then what is it that's holding you back? Now, a lot of people who are coming into the free three-day training are saying that, well, I'm holding myself back. I just have ways of being that are holding myself, holding myself back. And I always find it interesting because as high achievers, which everyone in my like community basically is, like it's interesting because we we don't hold ourselves back, but we also do in so many ways. It's like we actually know how much we can get done and it's like we know what it is we can achieve and we know how brilliant we are and we know that if we put our head down, we can fucking do anything because we've done it time and time and time again. But the limitation that's preventing you from that expansion is actually you not honoring your energy. You not honoring the path within you. You not honoring your need and desire to slow down. You not seeing how powerful your energy is. And you not seeing how powerful it is for you to take a step back. Assess your life. Assess what you're taking action on. Assess which ways of being, which ways of thinking, which ways of acting are really contributing to success versus which ones are just keeping you busy, which ones are just keeping you stuck. You know, so when I decided to um, quit my master's, I think I also quit my job as a dietitian at the same time. I don't remember the full, um, like the exact breakdown. This was many, many, many years ago. And I just have a bad memory in general. But when I decided to quit my master's, I also decided somewhere around that time that the dietetic jobs were just not for me. So I went back to being a personal trainer. I went back to working at Lifetime and I was their dietitian and personal trainer all at the same time. And, you know, that provided me a different experience than just being a dietitian and having my own clients and whatever. But it was also very limiting. It's like the, the job itself allowed me some sort of expansion, but it also kept me very limited at the same time. And 
sorry, I had to stop that recording because Joseph walked in the room. And anytime he walks in the room, I just, I get distracted. <laughs> and I tell him all the time, please, when I'm recording, don't come in. And he had to grab a sock, so it's fine. So I forgot exactly where I was finishing that sentence or that thought. But the point is, is that something you can expand yourself in one way and then the physical world can still feel limiting yeah the job itself coming back to the job talk can still feel limiting the uh, your energy output can still feel limiting you can be putting out way too fucking much where it causes you to not have a full cup right we had that champagne flute uh, talk a few podcasts ago where I was talking about you pouring into your cup the champagne and then just having like a hole at the bottom and it just kind of slowly leaking out slowly leaking out so you never actually have a full glass of champagne right it's the same thing with our energy and then talking about closing energy loops and stuff like that so definitely go back a few podcasts for that if you have not listened to it but there are the things that with, within each experience that we have expand us and also hold us back and it very well can be ourselves because we continuously put ourselves back in situations that do not fully honor the expansion that we're craving. right? And that's the embodiment portion of manifestation. That's the embodiment portion of showing the fuck up. That's the embodiment portion of allowing yourself to do the things that you are truly here to like on this earth to do in this moment, in this lifetime, in this work, in your family, whatever, right? And so once I started working at Lifetime, I realized how much more opportunity there was for me to make physical money, but how detrimental it was to my health for the travel. I was traveling into the city every single day, how detrimental it was for my relationship because I was out for 12 hours a day, how detrimental it was to my mental health, how detrimental it was to my energy overall, how I had no boundaries around when I was actually going to take clients versus when I wasn't going to take clients. Like everything, as expansive as it was compared to just working as a dietitian, and, you know, I kind of had like my own business within Lifetime. That's basically the way it works. Like you sell your own clients, you create your own programs, like everything's on you basically for them to avoid you being an employee. Although I might have been considered an employee if I worked full time. I, I don't I don't remember what it was. But anyway, it was a weird system. But it was still very limiting, right? Again, you can feel expanded in one area, but then still be held back in other areas, right? You can even go full time and being an entrepreneur and still feel extremely limited because now you're sitting at a computer all day thinking that I just need to get this done. I just need to do this. I just need to put this out here, right? Coming back to our high achievingness of I just need to do more to receive. That's really the core of what we're talking about here. I need to do more to receive more. I need to put out more to receive more, working completely against the way that energy works. If our energy of attraction is so powerful, but yet our cup is fucking leaking, because you have all these fucking energy leaks. If our energy is so powerful, but yet we're burnt out because we're doing so fucking much, right? And we're allowing ourselves one day or maybe two days a week to rest, but it's, it's not enough because then we go back and we keep just going, 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 right? Then we're going to be weakening our power of attraction. And not necessarily weakening, but weakening it in terms of what we actually want. 
but we're still going to have the power of attraction, but we're going to be attracting shit we don't fucking want, right? So you're craving this expansion. You're craving this new level of success, but also new level of happiness, new level of alignment, right? We have to look at this dynamic. What is draining your energy? What if we look at that, um, the vision of like, you know, Manhattan or the city or New York versus Texas or somewhere else where you could see the fucking, the entire sky, basically. Um, isn't it, isn't Texas called like big sky country? So something like that. I don't know. Something with a big sky. And it's very fucking true. And, you know, it's like if the buildings are the things that are clouding that expansiveness for you. And preventing you from feeling that expansive. What are the buildings for you? What are those things that are preventing you from you feeling open? From you feeling flowy, right? It's it's almost like every building that we put up in whatever city that you're in, it blocks the sky, which makes you feel more claustrophobic, which makes you feel more limited, right? And so each building comes with its limitations. Pretend like the buildings are like your ways of being. Pretend like the buildings are... Um, your conditioning pretend like the buildings are your thoughts pretend like the buildings are um, all the things that you think you have to do in order to succeed in life but they're actually just creating a more claustrophobic thing preventing the flow of goodness from the universe preventing the flow of success and ease and happiness and joy those buildings you're literally putting up your buildings do you get that you are literally choosing to keep them there. I like this analogy a lot, actually. I thought it was kind of cuckoo in the beginning, but here we are vibing with it. Like you're choosing to keep those buildings there. Yeah. And so you have to knock them down, like just one by fucking one, right? Or you get to get to the root of why the fuck do I have all these patterns? which is the work that I do (laughs) with my clients. (laughs) I'm opening up my manifestation course in a few weeks. Um, Life on fire. Oh my goodness, it's going to be so fucking good. So definitely come on in if this is some the work you want to do. Those of you who are coming to the free training series are going to get special bonuses for coming. And if you choose to sign up, if not, totally cool. If the free training itself was more than enough for you. But when you get to the root, of why it is that you have these limitations, why it is that you stay in these patterns and these thoughts and these ways of beings and in this work and all these things that just feel like they're fucking cock-blocking the flow of goodness for your through your life and happiness. When you get to the root, it's almost like just like knocking out the ground and allowing all the buildings to fall. Which kind of brings up like a 9-11 vibe for me. But we're just not going to go there and not have that conversation. (laughs) Hmm. You know, you can either knock them down one by fucking one and attack each building that you've put up or attack each area of your life one by one. Or you can do it like I do and I help you get to the fucking massive root of it and just pull everything out and all the buildings fucking fall. And then you come back to that feeling of expansiveness because that is your natural way of being. Do you get that from my work? Like, that's my work to show you, is that your natural way of being, of just being alive on this fucking earth. Oh, there is a little caterpillar. We had this little, like, centipede caterpillar thing. It's super fucking tiny, so it's not gross, but we had it the other week, like, crawling on the wall, 
in my office and we didn't know where the fuck it went and now I just found it again so I guess it's just been chilling somewhere oh I hope you've had food but you're also gonna die (laughs) because you have like a billion and five legs (laughs) okay so do you get that your natural way of being is that expansiveness the buildings the way of being the misalignment, the burnout, the th- the thoughts that you have, the trauma that you've gone through, all of these things. I mean, your habits that don't fucking serve you, drinking a fuck ton of alcohol, I don't know, whatever else, not getting enough movement and getting too much movement, not getting enough nourishment, and all of that is cock-blocking the expansiveness. So it's not that you can't have an easier, flowier less burnt out, more aligned way of living with being happy. It's that you have to look at what are the things preventing me from being that, from doing that. And then you work with them, right? So that's my message to you today. That's my um, comparison of the vision of uh, what feels expansive in Texas versus New York and what feels closed off. And that's really just the way that it's an energy, y'all. It's an energy. So whether or not you get a fuck ton of things done or whether or not you hauled ass that day or whether or not you ate perfectly or whether or not you got all the things in your to-do list done, like, do you understand that you can still attract the most beautiful things to your life? And that doesn't mean that you don't show up for it. It just, as high achievers, we show the fuck up. I know you do. I know you fucking do, but you're doing it in a way that you're just staying busy over intentional. You're doing it in a way that is keeping you burnt out. And that, like you're asking for abundance and the universe is giving you burnout to make you aware of how deeply the way in which you're trying to attract abundance is not working. You know, yesterday was a day, I, I always like to give you guys examples like in the moment because I feel like when I give you previous examples, it doesn't feel, at least to me, as real as it does in this moment. So yesterday, I just, I had a ton of energy. It was a fucking phenomenal day. We had some more people sign up for the uh, Practical Manifestation for High Achievers. I wrote a bunch of emails. I think I wrote three emails. Um, I've made a bunch of TikTok fucking content. I got through all my clients, all of my DMs, like so many beautiful things fucking happened. I don't, I forgot I did a few other things. I went to yoga. I, I did so much yesterday. And then today I woke up and I was like, huh, I'm kind of feeling like I need to slow down today, you know? And it's like having that balance, having that flexibility, having that ability to have a different schedule Each day is a requirement for me. Coming back to that like nine to five talk or being a personal trainer and doing like four hours in the morning and four hours in the evening, like I would never have been able to do that had I have a business that required me to be on for clients all the time, that required me to have calls all the fucking time, that required me to, you know, be in person somewhere every day, nine to five. Like there's so much data on the fact that women do not work like that, that we do not work at the same capacity every single day. This is historically why like men, you know, hauled fucking ass for us and we took care of more of the house and had a more flowy kind of, you know, way of being and waking up and cooking and taking care of the kids and whatever in the household and our husband making sure he had everything doing laundry. Like it was easier because we're meant to have that. And you get to apply those same concepts 
to your business. You get to apply the same concepts to every single area of your fucking life. So I'm not saying you have to be Susie fucking homemaker, although I do think that it's quite fun to learn to like make bread and, you know, cookies and cook and, you know, take care of your house and stuff like that. I do think that that can be a really exciting way to live. It sounds dumb because like we're conditioned to be like, no, that's fucking stupid. You know, that's so limiting. Why are you limiting women? I'm not limiting women whatsoever. We can do a fuck ton, but what we can't do is work against our energy. Yeah. Men can push through. (laughs) And even then, like, you still need to take care of yourself. I have some really close family members to me who are extremely hardworking and extremely successful men who are in their 50s and 60s and are just so burnt out. Their health is declining. Their, I mean, the amount of muscle mass that they're losing is fucking, ins- like, in rapid rates. It's insane. Um, the, uh, I mean, I can't get into, like, specifics because I don't have their permission to really um, talk about that exp- their experiences. But their emotional health, the amount of stressed out, like, the amount of anger I feel from them, the amount of just burnout that they're experiencing year after year after year. So I believe even men, you need to learn how to fucking honor your energy. Every single human needs to honor your energy, but most people are women here and that's really who I coach. Um, And we're, we're just not meant to work like that. We will experience the detriments of that effect. I believe this is one of the main reasons why women are struggling so much with their weight and their health and their mental health, why we're struggling with their happiness. I mean, I put up a poll yesterday on my stories and asked how everybody was feeling. And it was just a Monday fucking morning where we're supposed to be refreshed. <laughs> you know, we have this idea of like hauling ass during the week and the weekend relaxing. And then we come back and we're still just anxious. You know what I mean? Almost like more anxious because now we're like, oh, fuck, it's Monday again. Right. It's a really bad relationship that we have with the world because it's not the way that we fucking work. Do you get that? Like you need to cultivate your life. Now I'm going to get some like di- very direct here. Um, <laughs> you need to cultivate your life in a way that serves you in all possible fucking ways. From everything you eat to the way you work out to your relationships to your work to how much you try. I was thinking about this this morning about or last night. I don't even know. Um, my one-on-one prices, they're quite high. And I was thinking about them and I was like, huh, what do I feel good with lowering them? And which I do have one-on-one spots available. So feel free to come in. And I was just like, you know what? Absolutely not. Because in order for me to have the life that I do, in order for me to serve my clients the way that I do at the depth in the way that I do, I need to hold space for so much that it I need to have a very small amount of client load. Like I only take on about five one-on-one clients maximum, if even at one time. And that's strategic because I would not be able to serve more than that good enough to give you guys the transformation that you need while holding space for people in my course, while holding space for myself every single day. You know, and so everything from the amount that you make per client gets to serve you. But as high achievers, again, we are so used to just burning the stick at both ends, burning the match at both ends, burning the the rope at both, both ends, whatever the thing is. We're so used to just burning everything at fucking both ends that we're just go, 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 go. To the point where dietitians are working for fucking awful fucking pay 
to the point where, I mean, I even watch my husband, like, sacrifice how much money he makes per deal just to, like, make it. And I'm just like, dude, no, you got to have a fucking boundary around that. Here's the thing. Let's do some helpful shit. When you set the boundary of what you are available for and what you are no longer available for, the universe fucking backs you. Okay, the universe fucking backs you. So when I stopped allowing myself to get burned out, when I left personal training completely and I started my online business and I started rewiring my day and my thoughts to all really fucking support me, I made more money than I ever would have as a personal trainer, no matter how many clients I would have trained, right? I even see all all these memes as a personal trainer where it's like, Uh, One of my good friends posted it yesterday and she was like, um, you know, on my way to go help another client who's not going to take my advice and then complain that they're not seeing it, seeing results. Why the fuck are you staying with people who are like that, let alone with in a job that has you feeling like you're giving so much? Let's be real. It's draining when a client doesn't show up fully. It is fucking draining. Right. But then you keep that client just because or my husband will lessen the amount that he makes per deal just because he needs to no okay you need to get it out of your fucking head (laughs) jenny's spicy on the second half of this podcast you need to the coffee's kicked in okay um (laughs) you need to get it out of your fucking head that you need to sacrifice yourself for success that is the biggest fucking thing that is cock-blocking you for massive abundance, massive happiness, massive joy. Okay? You've been brought up to sacrifice yourself. Just where I remember I, w- I would be on vacations in Mexico. Okay, here's a fucking fun story for you. I was on vacation with my in-laws in Mexico. Like, there are a lot of, like, jo- Joseph's cousins and his parents and his aunts and uncles. It was, like, a bunch of us. Maybe, like, 12 or 15 of us there. And I was getting the results back from my rd exam i remember it was like one of the like the the downloads on like on a specific day at like 7 p.m sunday evening on this day or whatever and i happened to be in mexico and or no 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 no, it wasn't no, no no it wasn't that it was the um me getting into an internship that's what it was so it was my senior year of my undergrad i had already applied to my internships and like they had already accepted me or not and I had an exam that was coming up. Why the fuck I cared about this exam so goddamn much? I couldn't tell you because I was already accepted into the program or not accepted into the program. But y'all, I studied my ass off that entire trip in Mexico to the point where my family went out in Mexico. They went to like a mall and they went out to eat and all of this stuff. And I stayed in the fucking resort studying stupid ass flashcards. I went and I took the test. I got like a 98 or some stupid shit. And I was so proud of myself. And I achieved it. And I was like, yes. And everybody else like flung to the fucking exam. And the teacher was like, what the hell did you do differently? I was like, I memorized the fuck out of all of your slides on what I think it was food service. I couldn't tell you what the hell was even on that test. And it proved and it was not useful to my life as a dietitian, let alone like now. (laughs) But I was so intent on achieving it that I didn't even fucking enjoy Mexico (laughs) and I was already accepted and I got accepted into the internship on the first time of applying any fucking way. Moral of the story is that we cock block our happiness and we do stupid ass shit like that because we're so intent on fucking getting somewhere 
and this one-track mind of what that somewhere needs to look like that we cock block the fact that, hey, I could have gotten in, looked back 10 years from now and actually remembered my trip in Mexico versus just remembering my fucking studying, right? We have these experiences where we just cock block our happiness and our fucking joy because we don't think our happiness and joy is worthy or is is beneficial to our life or as beneficial to our life so when I stopped being a personal trainer and I stopped working as a dietitian because there was just frankly no fucking jobs that actually allowed me to do the work that I did obviously I could have built my own business in that way but I don't teach things like that anymore so it was useless for me but when I started setting that boundary I started making more money per client. I started working with clients that actually fucking showed up. And if they didn't, I fucking canceled their contracts. I got rid of them. I stopped working with them. I wish I did that more over my career because everything you let go of gives you so much energy back. Do you get that? Everything that's draining your energy, all those buildings that you're fucking putting up that you're like, no, that building needs to be there and that needs to be there. That needs to be there. It all fucking drains you. It prevents you from feeling that same expansiveness as when you look out into an open fucking sky and there's no fucking buildings and it just feels good to your soul. But looking at a bunch of dirty ass fucking buildings and dirty ass pigeons in Manhattan, it doesn't fucking fuel your soul. It's fucking exhausting as fuck. It's good for a certain you know period of life, but it's overall exhausting as fuck. You cannot keep running your life burnt out, exhausted, and working against your way of being. And what feels really good to you. The most thriving, expansive, happiest, joyful version of yourself is the version of you that the world needs. Is the version of you that is going to attract the most beautiful things into your life. And some days it's being fucking Susie fucking homemaker. That's probably what I'm going to do most of the day today and relax. I'm going to go lift weights. I'm doing this. I'm doing some content. I have my email set. I'll serve my clients through Voxer and telegram um i'll answer any questions and welcome new people into the free three-day training and that's really fucking it (laughs) i'm gonna play the piano i'm gonna go for a walk i'm gonna lift weights i'm gonna go to yoga so i'm still doing things but it's all to serve me and it's very little of an output for other people it's how can i feel so damn fulfilled so happy today honor my energy that's kind of like a little bit on the exhausted side even though it's only tuesday right so yesterday coming back to that conversation i put up a poll asking everybody how they felt people either said like they wanted to stay in bed some people felt like a fairy because i put a fairy emoji there i love the little fairy emoji it's like my favorite emoji that i don't use enough so i try and use it as often as i can in my business um and in my content (laughs) um people said that they felt like in between like a maze balls and like I just wish I could go back to bed and people said that they basically just wanted to go back to bed so it was mixed across all of the options but the fact that we have more people voting for like you know on the in between or can I just go back to bed or like I'm a fairy versus balls? I mean, I guess fairy and balls are good, but mo- more people voted the other two, like the more negative ones. The fact that that is the thing and it's only Monday is crazy to me. Do you understand how not okay it is for you to live your life like that? Like when, like when will be enough for you? You know, when will fucking be in, when will that be enough for you? 
You know, you're going to get to that point where you have to change. Mainly because the universe is going to cause something in your life to fucking crash and burn. Unfortunately, it's our health, it's relationships, it's um, our money. It's, you know, it's like we're putting out, we're putting out, we're putting out so much. We have such a massive output. But yet things don't align, things don't feel good, things don't actually work or they stop working. You know, your business is going to start to collapse. Um, I, I remember as a personal trainer, this is coming up a lot for me yesterday for some reason, I don't remember why. I had a client who I would have at the end of like maybe Tuesdays or Thursdays. It was real Tuesdays and Thursdays used to be my really long day when I was at Lifetime. I was there from like, I would leave the house like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. and Or maybe yeah, maybe 5 a.m. I would get there like by 7.30. It was a long fucking commute and I would have to like walk a mile through Times Square. Times Square in the morning stinks. It's disgusting. I mean, it's disgusting all year long, but it's just like Elmo's like still kind of hung over from the night before. It's just a, it's, it's not a good experience like walking through Times Square early in the fucking morning and just people just like ramming each other to fucking get out of the train. It's no, nope, nope, nope. But anyway, I used to do it because that's what I thought I needed to do because that was better than what I had. That was more expansive than what I had before. And so I would have them at like 7.30 at night. So I was there basically all day. Luckily, we had a cafe at Lifetime as a cafe. The food really isn't that good. Don't really recommend it. I mean, it's better than some other things. But anyway, I was burned out. I was exhausted, right? I wasn't just like Lifetime was my home. It was really sad. And um, I would have a client and she would always be like, oh, how are you feeling? And like every single week I was basically like I'm so fucking exhausted but I'm excited to coach you and I remember her going to my um to my boss and saying like you know what I want a new trainer like Johnny's great and all but I just don't feel like her energy is there for me she's always so tired she's always so burnt out so my um manager talked to me about it and I remember I felt so attacked I was like how dare this bitch ask me how I'm doing and then not actually want to hear it but it was the truth how dare I coach somebody and be so fucking burnt out to the point where I'm too tired to even be able to get myself in a good mood to serve her, right? How do you expect as a business owner, many of you are business owners or are building your business in some capacity, how do you expect to attract more clients when you're too burned out to even serve the clients that you have, yeah? How do you expect to attract better, higher paying clients, more consistent clients, when you can't even serve the ones this bitch worked with me one day a week <laughs> and you can't even show up with full energy for them because you don't have full energy for yourself. You can't fake energy. You can't fake the universe out. You can't fake your client out by pretending like you have all this good energy and you actually fucking don't. Yeah, your energy is magnetic. So if you're burned out and you're fucking exhausted, you're going to be attracting more of that regardless of the output that you put out yeah so if you want more if you want better in your life pay attention to your energy every single fucking day and nurture yourself nourish yourself make the intention and the goal of your success thriving make your intention every single day to feel so fucking good choose a word expansive thriving flourish i don't know happy whatever and then from there, when you take the action, it will add up. Like yesterday, I could have easily pushed myself to get a piece of content out on um, Instagram. I had that as a goal for the day. I had a goal to put up a reel and I filmed my piano content. 
If you guys aren't on my Instagram, I basically pay, play piano. My main for, form of content right now is playing piano and writing empowering things, useful things, storytelling things, just in the real, on top of me piano playing, or playing piano, and it fucking works beautifully, oh my goodness, y'all are saving everything so fucking much, you're sharing everything, I'm gaining client, uh, new leads every single time I post, it is literally so fucking magical, and (laughs) the old me used to be like, it can't be that easy, who's gonna fucking want to listen to you play piano, all of this stuff, Well, you know what? I deeply thrive when I fucking play the piano. And I purposely did not post yesterday because I did not feel like I had something important to say. Like I did and it's been marinating and I wasn't really sure how I wanted to put it together. And I tried a little bit and I tried in my head. I'm like, okay, what if I do it this way? And it just didn't come, so I didn't do it. Whereas in the past, I would force myself to do it because I had to do it. I had to put out content because I need more people in my free training or because... I need more money or because I need to put out the content because I wrote it down on my to-do list, you know, and it, it doesn't work as well. The energy behind your fucking actions will 100% get transferred through your actions. And so, <sighs> my questions to you today, because some of y'all need to take some fucking action in this. Number one is, are you signed up for the free three-day training? (laughs) We're going to dive deep into what is holding you back from manifesting things from just flowing to you in an easy, nourishing, like I'm doing the things and it's just showing up better and better and better and better and I feel really good and I feel like I'm thriving. I feel expansive. I feel successful. I'm not cock-blocking myself. That's all the things that we're going to create. So come on into the free training. Um, Is it height? Hold on. Let me go on my iPad and let me pull up the fucking thingy for you guys. But my second question for you guys is eh, 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 manifestation for high achievers. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I think it's load. iPad, why are you so fucking slow? Okay. My second question for you guys. Oh, also, we start in 11 days. Yeah, so it's Manifestation for High Achievers. JohnnyAggressive.com slash Manifestation for High Achievers. We got that. Um, my second question for you guys is, what are the biggest buildings that you're holding up that are cock-blocking yourself right now? For some of my clients, it's just not saying yes to going all in on, I don't know, building their business. For some of my clients, it's keeping just draining fucking experiences in their life. For some of my clients, it's, well, I've worked so hard for this level, so I just need to stay here. I remember when I struggled with that at Lifetime, like I had become one of their top salespeople within just the first three, I don't even think I stayed there longer than six months, honestly, but for the first, I think by the second month, I was in the top three. I had sold so much, like forty dollars or $50,000 worth of training stuff, and you know, I only got a percentage of that, but it was so fucking, maybe it was less than that. Whatever it was, it was fucking high compared to people who had been there for years. There, We had like famous fucking basketball players that would work out there. And um, like it was like a big name kind of gym. Like the entire thing was very like just prestigious because it was in Manhattan. It was the first lifetime there, et cetera, et cetera. So we had a lot of famous people come there, a lot of big people in the influencer market come there or whatever. So even some of my my coworkers who were training with 
it's not Mark Anthony because he's a fucking uh, singer. It, but his name is kind of like Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony. I don't know. He's a tall black uh, basketball player. That's all I know. But I remember I was like training next to him and like everybody was like, do you know who that was? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I said hi to him. I assume he's someone special, but I couldn't tell you. But, like he's the biggest like, you know, basketball player right now. And he's the most, the highest paid, whatever. I was like, I don't know. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe that's why he was looking at me. He's like, how come this person isn't flipping out that I'm next to her? Maybe he thought I was hot. I don't know. Regardless, whatever. But some of my coworkers were training really fucking wealthy people like this where they could sell them insanely fucking high packages. And I was still making more than them or comparable to them or selling things. You know what I mean? So it's like I built up such a big presence there. I was building a meal prep business within Lifetime. Like, I was, I had a whole fucking system planned out for when clients came in, how I contacted them and how they signed up for nutrition and they got me for training as well. And I was just selling the fuck out of everything. I was one of the top people there. And that part of me was like, but you should stay there because you've worked so hard for this. The same part of me that was like, but you worked so hard to become a dietitian. You should just stay there. When you're craving this expansiveness it could be a massive overhaul of something you have dedicated yourselves to so fucking deeply. Right? But it's no longer fucking serving you. And we have to look at that. Right? For some of us, it's, hey, I'm so fucking burnt out. I'm so exhausted that I know I'm attracting bad fucking shit. So I need to stop this pattern. And I need support to do that. Get fucking support. I need to look at why do I have this pattern. I need to look at why, what, what part of me actually wants this. I know that sounds crazy. I've asked you guys this question a billion and five fucking times. But there is a part of you that wants the fuckery of shit that you are currently attracting. That is why it's there. Even if it's subconsciously. Even if consciously you're like, I don't want to be burned out anymore. Subconsciously, there's an addiction to that way of being. And you must change your energy around every area of your life. You must change your energy that you are holding within you in order to attract different things. You can cold call all you want. You can put out all the content you want. You can say the most perfect things and buy the most perfect marketing and put out ads and all of this stuff. You will not attract anything different if you still hold the same energy. And for us high achievers, it's that fucking burnout. It's that go, go, go-ness. And I know it sounds crazy. I fucking know it sounds crazy to slow down and get more. But that's just because you've been conditioned to think that your output equals the input of what you receive. And it's just not true. If that was the case, you'd be a gazillionaire by now, right? <laughs> because you're, you fucking work your ass off harder than anybody else. Okay, loves. Today was a little bit of an extended podcast for you. Mainly because I had to stop it in the beginning because I actually had to poop. Second time because Joe came in. Third time because I hit the 30-minute mark. Um, so yeah, I hope that it served you. I hope that it gave you a little bit kick in the balls. It took us a while to get fully to the message of what today was. today's podcast was meant to be. But I gave you guys lots of examples and I'm sure that it like triggered something within you and showed you something within you. I do actually want to give one more example in terms of health because a lot of you are also um, following me for the health kind of up-leveling. Now, I used to be so insistent on like <laughs> following a specific program 
of eating a certain amount of calories, of getting a certain amount of steps in, of just having the strictness, getting a certain amount of protein in, around having the strictness of what it took for me to have a really good body that I felt good in, that was lean, that was strong, that was cut. Now, although I'm not fully back to where I desire to be and where my body used to be when I was super strict like that, I just got really fucking far off of that because I gained about 450, 50 pounds about from where like I kind of started. Um, so, you know, it's gradually getting back there. But having that system really disassociated me from listening to my body. And once I started learning to listen to my body and realizing how deeply that strictness did not fucking serve me, I realized, well, what if I created beliefs that actually supported me in shifting my health in a way that I didn't have to be strict, I didn't have to open a calorie counter ever again, in a way of not worrying about, you know, did I follow this specific program this week? Could I still gain muscle? Could I still get jacked? Could I still change my glutes? Could I still build my quads? Could I still get leaner? And once I started rewiring my beliefs underneath, that's when I started losing the weight that I had gained without ever fucking, I mean, I barely weigh myself maybe once, maybe twice a month, maybe, it depends. Um, you know, without ever calorie counting or tracking anything that I'm eating, your body tells you so much. And as high achievers, one of our biggest pitfalls is not listening to our body. That's why we don't listen to our energy. You know, we just want the science to tell us what to do. We just want somebody to give us a straight shot answer of what should I do. And your body knows way fucking better. Eventually, anybody who's macro counting will get off of it and learn to listen to their body and learn that they don't have to actually do that. Eventually, anybody who's following a very strict like marketing plan will learn that they can get off of that and they don't need to do that. Of course, there's parameters like you're not just going sit to sit here and eat brownies all day and you're not just going to sit here and eat, you know, plates of rice and butter all day. Like, you know what I mean? There's still parameters that you're going to do. Of course, within my marketing, I still like have my storytelling. I still have um, you know, checking in on my content and seeing how it's doing. Is it teaching? Is it strategic? Like, is it leading into the things that I'm talking about and selling at that point or marketing at that point? Like, of course I have those parameters, but there's not a sense of like, I have to talk about this on Monday and I have to do this on Tuesday and I have to do this on Wednesday. Like, you can still get the same result without being annoyingly fucking strategic and annoyingly fucking like putting yourself in a box right, of what you think you need to do to just do, 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 do. And you can still leap forward. You can still see massive success. You can still see massive growth in every single area of your life. It's just not linear, but your success was never linear. I don't care if you macro counted, your success wasn't linear. I don't care if you hired the best marketing and funnels person, your success was never linear. There's lows and highs. There's slow points and then there's massive fucking leaps forward. All of it gets to add up. And so as high achievers, we just want to control all of that. And that keeps us stuck. You can't control it. (laughs) But what you can control is how you fucking focus your life, what your energy fucking is focused on, what you are embodying. That's your only job. 
Your only job is to thrive. Everything else will follow. One of my biggest messages continuously throughout my work. So that's my spiel for you today. That is my spiel. I hope that it helped you. If anything came through you and maybe you had a realization or maybe there's a pattern you want to break or maybe there's a way of being that you're like, fuck, I know, I know, I know. I need to get rid of that. I need to shift that. Let me know. Let me know what came through you. If you feel called to share, I'd love to hear. Um, Please share this with somebody or your Instagram or whatever. Get my message out there to more humans. I so deeply appreciate that. Leave a review if you have not already. Subscribe to the podcast as well. That also gets it out there. So if you like uh, listening to my podcast, subscribing is one of the best ways to support me. Um, I think it also notifies you if you have your notifications on. I don't know. I don't have my notifications on, although I am subscribed to my podcast. (laughs) Uh, Okay, but it means the world for you to be here. I hope to see you in the free three-day training. Practical Manifestation for High Achievers, johnnyaggressive.com slash Manifestation for High Achievers. I love you and thank you for spending your day with me. I will see you soon.